Welcome back. We're excited. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with your family and friends. I know that poor John had to struggle a little bit uh, without his traditional Thanksgiving meal because uh, he had a little mishap in his house. But other than that, no. What? (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? I didn't have a mishap. I I was just, you could cut this part out, but I was just going to kind of, I thought it'd be a funny story just to say, hey, we couldn't have our kitchen like this year. We had to do something out (laughs) on the grill, but don't worry. We had it the next day. No, we had it the next day. No, uh, no, uh, Mandy broke her foot Halloween. So um, we've been taking care of her. So poor thing. She's been in bed for. See, she had permission to just not get up and cook a Thanksgiving meal. I think she did it intentionally so she didn't have to cook. She only did it like a whole month in advance to make sure she, she didn't have to she, cook. she intentionally tripped on the stairs so she did not have to cook the Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, hmm. so actually, yeah. It's a good idea. I should start to put my uh, plan into action for next year. No. Yeah. I hope you have good insurance then. Actually, it's not too shabby, but uh, I still wouldn't know that would not be fun. I, I really enjoy cooking Thanksgiving. I, I think for me, it's something I look forward to. It's. I, I don't mind all the casserole and the turkey. You know, this year, the, the turkey was much different because I used Food Network had a recipe for a cheesecloth soaked in butter that goes on top of the oh, turkey. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, mm-mm-mm, so good. Did you try it? Yep, I did. It was really <laughs> good. it come out? <laughs> Beautifully golden brown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, one thing that we uh, didn't do before Thanksgiving is we are in the habit on the show. Obviously, we talk about our challenges raising teenagers and what we've gone through and what we've learned and hopeful that we could share that wisdom with all of you so you don't make the same mistakes or maybe you have a little bit of a advantage against your children on how to get through these difficult times. But I think especially now, and I don't know if you did this around Thanksgiving, where your family members go around the table and say, what I'm thankful for in the past year. Well, I think that John and I wanted to share our list of, of what we're thankful for our teenagers for. So this is in no particular order. Yeah, but so this is, you also have a, have a disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should pray first. That's a good idea. <laughs> you going to lead us or? Um, sure. I, okay. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto you, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To you we come, before you we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petition, but in your love, show us your love and mercy. Amen. Amen. Okay, so what's your disclaimer? Before the list? You're, you, you made the list. Okay, I made this list. Yes, of course I did. She made the list, I had so. a lot of fun making this list, and I heard John laughing in the pre-show at it. So I'm just going to say, it's not too shabby. These are all meant to be tongue-in-cheek. So this is a so little... this is satire. A little satire, a little... You know, everyone needs a little bit of humor in their life, and especially during the season, and some people are going through difficult times or health or finances, whatever. And so we just wanted 
an episode yeah. where we can laugh with one another. So it's kind of, it's negative humor. So <laughs> if you have teenage, humor. so parents, if you're listening to this, do not have your teenagers in the room because I think they'll get upset. So that's the disclaimer. I don't know. They mo- might or laugh they might along. Laugh. Of right. course, you know, to be honest, I'm sure after we go through this list, teenagers will have a list, a long list of their parents is just as much. <laughs> so maybe we should do that. We go through this with our teenagers and oh then have the teenagers gosh. come in and do a list for the parents. That would be so funny if we had our kids come oh, I'd be, in to I'd, give that I'd list. I'd just be pouting the whole time. Oh, that would be hilarious. We should really think about that. What's a good day that we could do that? I don't know. You have to bring your kids in because your kids would have the wit for it. Yeah. My kids are too nice. Well, I, at least one of my children listened to this podcast oh. all the time. So she hears us talking about her and her stories. So hopefully, uh, you know, she finds humor in this. Okay. So in no particular order, okay. we have we have about 14 of them here. So I think actually the first one's the best one. You think so? I okay. Do. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. These, this is this is Joe's list. I don't have a list. You know, and that's fine because I can get all the credit for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Number one, for helping us to discover the best wines and drinks that pair well with your bad attitude. I think that's a good one. I mean, how many times with our kids they've got a bad? My kids, at least girls, they have a bad attitude like oh, every week. Yeah. Right. And they want to blame it on PMS or something else that's going on. <laughs> However, I know hormones and yeah. drama and whatever. And I can't help but be tempted that I need to go into the cupboard and get something. So de- depending upon how it goes, you know, I've got something Depends in mind. how that conversation <laughs> went. Yes. We, we have a, we had a, we have an item line budget for alcohol in our house. <laughs> so. Um, okay. You know, that's what us Catholics are, are, are it's so funny because in my consulting work, mm-hmm. in my ecumenical work, it, it, Protestants joke around and Catholics are happy to accept it that we, you know, like to socialize with a good drink. So yes. I, let's just add it to the list. All yes. right. So All right. number, yeah. number two. Okay. So this is number two for reasons to be thankful for our teenagers. Number two, for helping us learn the virtue of patience, despite the most challenging circumstances like repeatedly asking you to clean your room, do your laundry, or take out the dog. Oh, take out the dog? Take the dog out? Yeah, take the dog out. Yeah. Uh, what, are you going to shoot him? The poor, no, you like, take the oh, dog take, out. No. Take the dog we out. take him for a walk. Walk and go to the bathroom. <laughs> in our house, we, we have a fence in our yard, but we have a lot of wild animals, and we have a small dog, so we can't let him go loose in the yard, unfortunately. We have to put a leash on him, uh. and... I repeat, repeat, repeat record, you yeah. know, of, see, I haven't, unfortunately I have not learned the virtue of patience at all. Well, I think that's sarcasm <laughs> there because I'm oh, still okay. working on You're it. Still working on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number three for teaching us that kind comments and acts of kindness are really prepayments for you getting to do something. I mean, haven't you noticed that <laughs> you get, you get home and the child that normally doesn't do what she's told or takes the initiative to do the dishes or uh, all suddenly cleans their room so you can see the floor. I mean, you know something's Well, up. you know, yeah. You, like, that's what's saying. You get suspicious. Your first reaction is, what do you want? Instead of, thank you. Exactly. It's yeah. sad because we should really say, oh, thank you. How wonderful of what you just did. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's my love language, acts of service. You just, you know, made me feel loved. Yeah. But instead it's, what do you want? How much do you need? <laughs> Where do you need to go? <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, number four, for encouraging us to look forward to becoming empty nesters when the calendars free up. Yeah. 
I mean, aren't your calendars full? No, we don't have a life. Oh, <laughs> we're not you, Joe. You know, I, I <laughs> it's funny because when our kids were younger, we just thought everything was going to get easier when they were teenagers. Right. Thought now that they have their driver's license, they can drive where they want to go. We don't have to drop them off. I mean, when my kids were in sports and they were younger, we were having to leave the house early to get to make sure we're in the car line to pick them up from dance class or to pick up from ice skating or whatever it is that we were doing or football practice and then having to get their back, you know, to pick them up, to bring them home. And it was just, I would easily spend three hours in the car mm. a day and just trying to get the kids where they need to go. Yeah. And for those listeners who don't have kids that are 16 and beyond, you know, they know exactly what I'm talking about. But for some reason, when they get their license, you still don't have any time. Nothing freed up. I feel like there's always something that's going on or they need help with this or help with that. Or Well, yeah, it's the schoolwork or the extracurricular things. Yeah. Or, you know that more than anything because of all the homework and yeah. homeschooling. Yeah. I, pour, I gave my poor daughter a meltdown yesterday. Oh, that's not good, John. Yeah. Well, not my best <laughs> moment. Now, uh, she's going through the history book and the lesson, there's really no video. So I'm like, just... She's like, I need a uh, study guide. I'm like, oh, just go through the chapter and just outline it. <laughs> now I'm in the middle of trying to take care of my wonderful wife with her broken foot, trying to take care of our kitchen. Oh, by the way, our kitchen blew up uh, with water, <laughs> not with gas, but with water. So now we have no kitchen. Um, so I'm just, and I'm just trying to take care of life. And she's like, I need a study guide. I'm like, make your own study guide. And, uh, so what happens, I'm going away, I'm doing something else. And then next thing I you know, she's crying to mom. The mom's uh -oh. yelling at me. Like she texted me like 1500 times. Come here, come here. I'm like, leave me alone. Let me just go handle it. <laughs> so I give Monica a big hug and just say, I'm sorry. We go, we do the work, whatever, and get through it. So um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So Well, and girls demand more time than the guys, I feel. Guys I, I, don't want any time. <laughs> All right. There's some truth to that. There's some Guys truth like, to that. Yeah. Okay. What number are we on? Five. 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 Okay, five. For teaching us a whole new language that requires few words and syllables. I, that's the language I always speak. That's, that's <laughs> my kind of language. I love that. I, I don't know why I just expect that my kids, being in high school and taking creative writing or English classes, I'm going to have some really thoughtful conversations with them. <laughs> Intentional, some great <laughs> vocabulary. And instead I get like one word, one syllable answers and responses. Yeah. I bet if you text them, yeah. you'll get a bigger response. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you get the whole life story on That's a text message. True. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Okay. All right. Number six. Six. For teaching us how to love unconditionally, even when you hate us, roll your eyes and stomp away and grunt. That's me with my wife actually half you, the time. John, I'm getting really concerned because like <laughs> you're in this list. This is not meant for spouses or for men. This is like kids. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't your kids do that? They don't How many stop? times no. have your kids said, I hate you no. or roll your eyes my kids because you have asked never for... said that. Oh my gosh. No, not to our face. I'm sure they did it behind our back. <laughs> but they've never said, I hate you. They've never, they kind of rolled their eyes and threw a fit, but they didn't stomp away grunting. Oh, they, they um, slam. Okay, so our youngest, often like one of her responses when she would be really upset with us, she'd go in her room and she would just take her curtains and like whip them. Yeah. And like whip them closed or whip them open. I don't know why she chose after our conversations to do that. 
But regardless, well, eventually she whipped it and the curtain rod popped out of the wall. Obviously, it wasn't properly anchored. So I recently, that, no. I recently, just two weeks ago, had to buy a new curtain rod and install it and anchor it to the wall because of what she did. But I mean, we've got cracks on our wall from doors being slammed. We actually even threatened when they were tweens, we were going to take the doors off the hinge so they didn't have a door to their bedroom to slam. Yeah, we because some people do that. Yeah, I've seen people do that. Yeah, yeah. it just escalates. It just seemed like too much work. Yeah, but it just, it just escalates. It's yeah. just a control issue. Yeah. And then you just send your kids to boarding school at that point <laughs> <laughs> and just go deep into that. Okay. All righty. Uh, number seven. For showing us that generosity means depleting your checking account on Starbucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they buy you Starbucks? No, they buy it for themselves. So, so how's that generosity? I don't understand that. It's part. not. this. Do you understand the sarcasm that is in this list? Oh, sorry. <laughs> they think I'm being very generous because I'm providing them all Starbucks, but oh, I have no intention in of doing it. Account? No, my, my card is attached to the app. Why? For my own, like, well, give ease of account. What the heck? <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because you do understand. No, I don't. This, this, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so here, this is this is a serious issue. I'm I'm a, a money saver. Funny how this is Apparently coming out not this way. When you give your kids your <laughs> debit card for Starbucks. No. Okay. So I am a money saver, and Starbucks has like their star program, so you can sign up for bonuses and rewards and get free drinks and free pastries. Can I tell we you how to save money, Joe? We haven't paid for a pastry in like can two I, years. Can I tell you how to save money? Is don't go to Starbucks. Yeah, get a coffee maker at home. <laughs> I can't make all the things that they... Oh, it's all sugar and coffee. Oh, okay. So for my own uh, benefit, I... I Joe, Joe, I'll be happy to charge you $20 to put strawberries in a glass of water. (laughs) I can do that for you. For 20 bucks, I will go buy you some strawberries now, throw it in the glass of water. And, and John is saying this because that's what I used to bring in the studio all the time. <laughs> it was a pink drink or a strawberry acai. I'll tell you what. Come to my house. I will charge you $20 for a cup of coffee and some creamer in it. Flavored creamer. Any flavor you want. I'll even go that far. I don't like coffee. I don't what like What do you coffee. have? That's coffee right in front of no, you. No, it's a chai. It's an iced oh. chai latte. I can buy chai at the restaurant. Okay, oh, I'll buy chai God. and throw it in there. I don't know what it is. They have certain brands of chai and they just taste different. This one anyway is not from Starbucks. It's no, from I know. Einstein. Okay. But, um. But yeah, so, uh, but this is, this is like a funny story. Marty and I, we go through our finances every single month and we were looking at the the credit card bill and he's like, what, what's going on here? Like, where are all these charges? And so, you know, I did an analysis, provided it to him and I've been trying to keep track ongoing. So I was just in the app, our credit card app, like two days ago. And I'm like, what, what are all these Starbucks charges? Not even telling me those little sneaky children were going in and loading, 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 loading. <laughs> and then when they want to be every now and then, they're like, hey, would you mind? Is it okay if I can have a, a Starbucks today on my way to school? I'm like, oh, sure. You haven't had one in two weeks. Go ahead. Liars. Liars. Why, just, why is their I app found, connected to your credit card? I, because like I told you, like there's benefit to like have us all connected so we can get bonus but, rewards. But you could just buy the pastry. It it's cheap to buy the pastry, not get the bonuses. Buy the pastry yourself, then have your kids waste their money. Well, maybe. John, I'm not thinking about these things. <laughs> Don't, this is, list is not about me. It's, it's about what my kids are doing. And anyway, oh 
That's what generosity means to them. All right. Number eight. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, for demonstrating... For demonstrating that the best response to every question is no. John, do these things not relate to you? Is no. this just Joe's thank you list for her children? I, I, <laughs> when you ask kid, your kids like something, kids. or I, you, actually, actually. I love my kids. <laughs> I, every day, I love my children. I mean, did we already talk about the unconditional love? So, yes. okay. <laughs> Tongue in cheek, yes. Okay. <laughs> My Marty has this this ongoing joke with our daughter and that he will ask her something and before she even hears his question, she says no. She says no. She says no. Okay, so that's why I couldn't understand. Like, was it the parent saying no or was it the child? No, the child okay. saying no. You know? Wow. So they we ask questions and everything is no. No, no, no. They don't even know what we asked. They just say no. Like when we ask him to do something or just in general, like, how are you doing? Well, it starts as, can you do, will you do, and it's no, no, no. Really? They say that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my and gosh. Then, and then- Our kids do. Our kids do. They they're get, smart enough not to say no. They just go run and hide somewhere and avoid us. <laughs> so they say no in a very backdoor, <laughs> sneaky way because they know if they say no to our face, all purgatory is going to break loose. So, so so they sneak away. So like we'll clean the house since we have three floors. They'll we'll clean the house and the main floor and the kids will go, Oh, I'm gonna clean my room upstairs and they hide or they downstairs. Hide. Yeah. Mm, so no they, they scatter. Yeah, they scatter. But they don't say they're smart enough not to say no. Well, it, it's she has been programmed so much, I guess, on autopilot that now no matter what he says, I think the other day he was like do you want to go out for ice cream? And before he finished, she said, no. And he's like, oh, you don't want ice cream? Oh, no, no, I mean, yes, 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 yes. And he's like, why do you always just say no? You don't even know what I'm saying. Do you want a million dollars? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Thank you. I think, you, well, maybe you should try this. Do you want Starbucks, kids? <laughs> no. Well, why are you delete, using my app? Yeah, delete the app. <laughs> Come on, Joe, get oh, with the program here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Number nine, for teaching us that acting and drama skills develop naturally and no lessons are necessary. Yeah, that's one of my kids. <laughs> Actually, that's me. I think this, this is a list about me, isn't it? No. I what mean, number are we you on? You act like my children. I do. I am very nine. childish. I just apparently. finished number nine. For teaching us that acting and, acting and drama skills develop naturally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you see, like, kids, you know, we're like, oh, let's get them in the arts. Let's get them into theater. Oh, they would be nope. so good at that. There's no need to, parents. No, no need to. They, they taught us that this happens automatically. <laughs> they know how to it's, act in yeah, front of us. It, it's like about age 15 when it just clicks on. Yeah. And so when it clicks on, now you know, now that's the time. That no, my, you can probably make some money my off children, of them. My children, that's you the hard bring part. bring them to theater. That's and why my wife lost it with them. Is because she, <laughs> they were acting in front of us. She'd have these long, these conversations with her kids and talk about all this stuff with her kids. And they'd be like, Oh yes, mom. Oh yeah, sure. We're, we believe this and we do this and they totally acted. And now we find out it's all a lie. So we kicked them out. So, <laughs> so this number nine act, is the reason why way, kids <laughs> act your way through this kids. Try acting your way. So number nine is like the whole reason why John's kids are at boarding school. So, yeah. So try to act your way through that one. You can't act your way through that kids. <laughs> Okay, you're number 10. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm crying now. <laughs> For showing us that we don't need to visit haunted houses, view horror movies, to be frightened, we just have to teach you. That is very true. <laughs> I just have to teach you how to drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think, I think. think part of an insurance, car insurance, should be therapy. 
Like I should be able to go to therapy sessions. So like, <laughs> like I pay extra money and that money just goes to my therapist <laughs> and my anxiety issues that you I should, have. Like Geico could have someone on yeah. call 24 seven. You just call and you could speak to the therapist after your, your or just session. Have like, like, <laughs> like, like, like time of sobbing. I just sob on the phone. <laughs> you know, I used to wonder what those handles on the roof of the car yeah, the, were all uh, about, the old handles. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, like, why do we even need those? I, I No reason. Well, I figured out why. Each one of my kids, I mean, it's a benefit. It's an anchor. And it doesn't help you steer the car. I know we think it, it does. It just makes you feel like you're in it control. It just makes you feel like you have something. Like, you're not going to die a horrible death if they get an accident because you're hanging onto that bar. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we can relate to that. Yeah. Okay. Number 11. For helping us save money on groceries because you're never home. Oh, that's actually not true in our house. They're that's always not, home. They're always home? They were always home. So you have home bodies. Well, because we're boring people. Oh. So you taught your kids to be boring. Yeah, it's my fault. My <laughs> wife actually wants to get out of the house and do stuff. She's the, she's like you. She likes to do things. I'm. Well, I, I just this is this is the hard part. This is a total side note, but this is this is me and this is my own blind spot. If I'm spending a lot of money on a mortgage payment, and I hardly get to be there, I want to use that house. I want to be in my house that I'm paying a lot of money for, because I'm usually not there. Because usually I'm here at work and doing stuff. From a practical stuff. position, that that sounds yeah, I want to get my money's worth. Sense. I want to get my money's worth out of that house. <laughs> It's all about taking the value of the dollar. That's exactly. what it is for you. Me and Marty. Me and Marty are probably thinking the same thing. He does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> our, I don't know. Our kids love to socialize. And they don't. their school is far away. It's like 30 minutes away. They have to drive to school every day. When no one socializes and places all So they have, they have to go far distance, right? Or, you know, or they've got a boyfriend or they've got a friend that lives away. And so I think what's most frustrating to me is that it took me a while to figure this one out. I would make dinner and then no it's one would show up for snacks. dinner. No, it's no one would show up for dinner. They weren't home, but, but they didn't tell me. But my point is this, this is what happens in our home. They eat snacks for the whole day. That's the truth. And then by the time dinner comes around, they're not hungry because the, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I don't know why we even make dinner. Like here's a box of goldfish and Cheez-Its. So you should start making dinner for just you and Mandy. We kind of are doing that. Like yeah. We'll do that occasionally. Like, okay, we'll give you guys the junk food because we don't have the energy to fight with you. <laughs> and we're going to go out and have filet mignon because we're tired and buy a decent meal for ourselves. Maybe even eat a vegetable. We're such good parents. We just, you know, just take Maybe we'll even a vegetable in the midst of all this. Oh, that's so nice. A vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I've had to start getting in the habit of asking them this afternoon. I will say, Who's home for dinner tonight? Who's eating tonight? Now, why do I have to do this? Yet I do. I do it all the time because I'll get frustrated if I make the food and I've got a ton of leftovers in my fridge because my family doesn't like leftovers. They don't eat leftovers. Yeah, my family doesn't either. They and don't I don't like bring it. it to work. That's my problem. I'm so preoccupied with everything I can get done. I always yeah. forget to bring lunch and I just don't. And I need to start doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm always eating leftovers and it gets tiring. I do too, yeah. For sure. But Marty says, he'll say, why don't we make smaller amounts of food so we don't have leftovers? Do you know how hard that is? Sometimes, yeah, no, it is. I mean, first of all, every recipe is portioned for like four. And if you try to break it into half, like you can't have like the measurements, like an eighth of a cup. Not even like, that. My kids, <laughs> again, they eat like birds because they've been snacking all day. So mm-hmm. they'll have like one bite of whatever. Oh, and yeah. they're full. Oh yeah. And you're just like, like so I'll, like, I, like they have the giant packages of chicken thighs. So I'm like, well, you just 
Now, I'll eat that all the time, so I'll grill all those and eat them for leftovers, but no one else will touch them, so I'm eating that for like a week. <laughs> or chili or whatever. I mean, oh, yeah, we would. Oh, gosh, it's a sin. <laughs> it's a sin. It's a first-world problem. It's a sin. Okay, John, this, this one's yours, I love the, number 12. This one's great, actually. I like this one. For teaching us that Google is unnecessary when you're around because you know everything. <laughs> That's very true. Or it's YouTube. I think YouTube. Well, they think just because they have an account on TikTok or YouTube Google. or whatever yeah. it is that they now are the walking encyclopedia of mm -hmm. knowledge and they know everything. Yeah. And it's quite funny. It's humorous when yeah. they are trying to tell us, explain something or justify something and they're totally wrong. Yeah. And I think we got to the point well, now we just make them believe that they're right. <laughs> And one day they're going to make a fool out of themselves or because they boarding don't know. <laughs> That's going to be my motto for everything. Or go to boarding school. We could, you know, I can make you a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> or a bumper sticker on your car. I know. I, and that's the hard part. It's not the end all be all. But um, yeah, it's, 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 um, I think that's the hardest part was um, with our kids is, is the fact like they didn't, I don't want to say retaliate. It's not the word. They didn't um, respond. Mm. You know, and the reason why they didn't respond is because mom and I, yes, we are somewhat intelligent. Um, maybe not in raising kids, but at least intelligent about the world. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we'd have these conversations with them, and they just wouldn't say anything. And then you go off and do whatever they want. Like, like my son will always say, you know, we were silently disobedient. <laughs> you know, and, and and that's that's says a lot and so it's like yeah. well why didn't you say anything back if you really don't believe what we believe why don't you say anything he's and he would say well you always have a response for it. i'm like okay well if you're that right and you're convinced then you <laughs> respond back or i don't know this is crazy but maybe we are right about some things i know that's a crazy idea yeah what a crazy idea that we graduated from college and, and we have these life experiences we're in our 40s i mean i know there's some street smarts some book smarts on a lot of things so. well i don't know about that it just i can just tell you what not to do <laughs> i'm still and figuring it out we don't claim to know everything but it is quite funny that our children claim to know everything well that's what's in i think that's what's interesting is that when your kids are really small you think your parents know everything and then you hit the teen years you realize they're not perfect and then so you go to the other extreme of thinking they don't have a clue and usually around the 20s they start to realize oh maybe Mom and dad are figuring it out just like the rest of us. I mean, let's just be honest. We're in our 40s and we're still winging it. So, yeah. Well, I, I think that our response lately has just been, let's just publicly embarrass our children. Yes. Because that is the best. That's you know, there was actually, I, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I don't have an account. I have no interest in having an account on TikTok. Yeah. Our kids still like to send us things. But mm -hmm. I was looking online and there was this TikTok challenge of parents trying to imitate their children and, and, and embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah. And I, I, I think one day I have to show that to my kids. Be like, I'm not that bad. Right. <laughs> I haven't done that. <laughs> uh, but okay. then, see, this is the heart. This is my, oh my gosh, this yeah. is why I get in my preaching mode. No. But this no. is why then you have these younger generations hating the older generation because we've been making fun of them. So now what's going to happen? Now we have this disconnect. So you think there's a disconnect because we make fun of them? I think what happens, I think so to some degree. Oh. And, and I think if we keep, if we do it on a more, if it happens, it always happens. My parents make fun of me. But with everyone being so sensitive about everything, it's just going to cause a greater rift in our society, I think. Yeah, that's the 
I don't know. I don't know if I. I Maybe I'm going to the extreme, but. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where my mind is. (laughs) Little Everything's apocalyptic for me, apparently. No. Okay. Number 13. For showing us that you only need one outfit each week pajamas. That's it. That they don't have to wash their clothes. They just wear the same outfit over and over again. They can roll out of bed. Well, now they can go to college in their pajamas. Of course. Do you see that? Kids going to the class in pajamas? They did that when I was in college. Exactly. You know, and so, but now it happens in high school too. Well, now it's on Zoom or whatever. So now you can literally just stay in your pajamas all day. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But hey, you can save money. You don't have to buy any clothes. You know, you just get that one outfit well, maybe and wear it for five style. days. You remember, it remember, works like, out. You remember Wally? Wally. Wally, the movie, the robot. I never saw Wally. Oh, okay, never mind then. But other people could have. Well, it's just the fact of like, like the people on the ship, and basically they sit in a chair and everything's given to, and handed to them and everything. And they don't have to change or any of that stuff. So that's kind of where we're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very dark place. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, our kids. And, you I'm know, like going this, to like the worst lift, extreme be, before ever. Before we even get to like the last one that we have on this list, I think for me, I, I've spent a lot of time being so angry and like frustrated with our kids, like really testing our limits, you know? Like, I, I mean, gray hair didn't really sprout until my kids had high school. Yeah. My son, a little bit. Like, I thought he was so innocent and gosh, what a great kid. And and then we find out that he apparently lived another life and he had all these other things that he was doing. And uh, so we, you know, blew one over on us. And so we were a little bit more prepared three years later when mm-hmm. the next one comes in, right? But then you're tense and you're anxious all the time because you're like waiting for it to happen or waiting just to pounce because you're expecting it and yeah. then it doesn't happen. So you loosen yourself. Then the next one comes and it's like, darn it, I was off my guard. What happened? Yeah, no, our golden rule is we never say anything our kids are doing well because the minute we say it, we come home and something happens. See and nothing, I'm not joking. say nothing. Yeah, we're like, our kids are great. They're actually good kids. And then next thing you know, we're like, oh. I don't know why we try to brag about our kids, you know, because when we brag about our kids, we only share like the good stuff. And then we make the false perception that they don't make mistakes and they don't do things wrong. And it's, it's wrong. I guess what's happening. I think this is the hard part is that, and this is the struggle as parents. If you want to get to the heart of all this, when you and I struggled in high school, yeah. The consequences weren't that severe because it was just within the high school. Like, and you left high school, you moved on with life. Um, you did things. I mean, worst. I mean, for me, I, I think the worst situation was, God forbid, sleeping with someone. They get pregnant. That would be like the, the worst situation that can happen. And basically, you'd really have to kind of go out of your way to put yourself into that situation. So even that, there was some guards in place. But that's usually kind of or or maybe getting drunk and doing something really stupid. With the police. <laughs> John, are you speaking from experience? No, no, that's okay. not, this has happened to me. But, I'm, but my point is, like, like, you had to go out and search for those things and really work your way to get. So, and most of the time, you could handle, like, mom and dad would come in and help you handle, even those extreme circumstances. And hopefully, uh, people weren't part in that. But nowadays, like, just with a click of a button, like, you can, honestly, almost ruin your life. Right. Just with the click of a button nowadays, with the cancel culture, with the stuff people can post, with the stuff people can post about you, with being able to change, manipulate everything on Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, FOMO. Yeah. so FOMO, all that stuff. So, I mean, this is the struggle I feel I feel for these teenagers. They have more stress and pressure than we, you and I ever had. Okay. So, you know, we always got to give them some slack in that sense. 
Um, because again, the cons and the consequences can be severe. Like what you ever post on social media now can come with you the rest of your life. If you do something in your teen years, most of the time you can just move out of town. No one knows who you are and start your life over again sure. and, and reinvent yourself. Right. But with uh, social media, it's, it's more difficult to do that now. Yeah. You definitely can't run away. No. You can't run away from any of these things. And I, I'm so glad that you said that because I recently was reflecting on that idea on how much more stress our, our kids have these yeah. days in comparison to us. And, and the more, uh, regulations or demands that I place on them, it's just going to make it worse. Right. And we know and from the news what and they're we've ridiculous, seen. I'll be honest, they're ridiculous demands. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean. Like you got to have a social media account. You got to have Instagram now. You got to oh, have. I'm talking about the demands we put on our kids. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll get really upset that they just can't keep a clean room every single day. <laughs> and I realized, I don't know why, because I am an orderly person and I like to come into my room at the end of the day and feel like I'm in an oasis. And I know that's just my like mental like thing that I need, right. but my kids don't need that. As long as they're organized and they're performing well at school, maybe I need to loosen the grip a little. So the, in the past two weeks, as I've been thinking about this, I just started, get this, spontaneously just grabbing their laundry and like washing it for them. Oh, Joe. I Joe. know. Because Joe, I, Joe, you, know you just <laughs> opened the Pandora's box. <laughs> so what's going to happen in two weeks from now when you're too tired to do that laundry you're going to see the mountain of laundry right in front of the washing machine. <laughs> and you're going to have to like get some climbing gear well, to get over that, that laundry because no one's done it. Well, probably. I, I guess. So this is my suggestion. This is my advice, yeah. Joe, as oh, the okay. expert. Not. Okay, Oz, tell me about this. So as you commented, that they only wear PJs, right? So if you see that pile of laundry, you throw it in a trash sack and you throw it out. <gasps> and you get rid of it. And you I, say, all right. Good luck. Go yeah. buy a new wardrobe. Go get a job and buy a new wardrobe. Because I know yeah. people do that. People like. I know. Okay. So people like, people will be, there are people out there uh -huh. who are too lazy to do the laundry. So they just go buy new clothes. I've heard about that. That's so bad. In fact, I know on pilgrimages, I, I lead international pilgrimages. So you do that on pilgrimages? Well, no, I don't. Uh, it, we're, we're actually organizing a pilgrimage for next fall to Ireland and Scotland. And, um, and, but it's so funny because every time that we've gone on a pilgrimage, we will get there and I'm talking to the pilgrims and they're telling me about how they just, they, they bring clothes there and they throw them away. So they don't have to bring them back and they have more room in their suitcase for the stuff that they pick up in Europe. And, and I'm like, just bring a bigger suitcase or just reuse your clothes or just, I've never done this, but people do it all the time. They just, they bring clothes that they know they could throw away. They throw it away and they come back, you know? But what I was trying to get at with the laundry is like the little acts of kindness. I get, you know, St. Therese of Lisieux, these little acts of kindness. And I feel like if I'm doing, I'm going out of my way to try to do little acts of kindness for them, not only so that hopefully they'll start to do little acts of kindness, but for them How's to How's that see, working out for you? Well, it just started. It's a new experiment. <laughs> okay. Come back to me in two months. Okay, we're going to have a podcast about this in two weeks. Little, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see what happens, but I'm trying to see if that will help to encourage them to do that to other people in the if house. If you do, you got to announce it with a blowhorn. Uh, this is a little act of kindness. I am doing uh, an act of kindness for you children. I love hint, you. Hint, you need hint, to do hint. this to others. <laughs> I don't think so.
I know wishful thinking, mm. but I can be hopeful. Yeah. One can be hopeful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, if it works, let me know. Yeah. Well, I think we should circle back to that one soon. All right. For last one. The uh, last one. For teaching us that the alarms aren't meant to wake you up. There are sound effects for you. While you sleep. While you, oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, while yeah, you sleep. Yeah. There are sound effects while you sleep. So the alarm, the purpose of the alarm is not to wake you up. I thought that's what it was. No. I, I thought that alarms like it eh, eh, goes off, you know, you wake up and you get ready. No. Apparently... These are just added sound effects when no, you're sleeping. No, it's the pre-warm wake up. Like it's, you, it's a warm wake up, you're saying? It's a, it's a practice wake up. It's a practice wake up. <laughs> you know, that could be true why my daughter sets like seven of them in the morning. She literally like has them going off. And I think it just it gives her permission to sleep in more. But I can't tell you how many times I go in, in her room and I'm like, hey, it's time to get up. You're supposed to be leaving right now for school. And, you know, she said that the alarm went off like an hour ago and she didn't even wake up from it. So it's, you know, obviously I had it all wrong. Yeah. I just, all, alarms are not for that Yeah, purpose. we always get our kids up. They have alarms, but I, I don't even bother trying to have them set it. <laughs> I just, I just go in there. I just switched the light on. Get up. <laughs> Rip off the sheets. No, I don't do that. I, I respect their privacy. But What you could do is change the time on their clocks. So when it goes off and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm late. No. Our kids are homeschooled. They have no concept of time. Well, that's a, that's already a problem yeah. probably. Yeah. No. They don't have anywhere to be. So, uh, you know, I think that this is a great list and maybe people can consider their own. You know, maybe this is a great time to consider your own list of what you're thankful for for your kids and do it with a little humorous twist. Yeah. Because we could all use that and especially right after experiencing Thanksgiving and now we're, we're in the Advent season. And, you know, just time for family and not dwell on the negative, but definitely more the positive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> After our sarcastic list. Well, so. it's funny. You know, why not? <laughs> just have a little bit of fun. So, <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, have a blessed day, everyone. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. We have a lot more exciting topics planned ahead. So hit that subscribe button and you will be notified as they become available. And while you're at it, give us a rating with stars and comments so others can find us more easily. If you want to follow our journey, check us out on Instagram at Stuck in the Cry Room.